Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. All right. Hello, 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 everybody. Um, what day is it? Wednesday, hump day, yeah. middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, All it's been today. a long week. Yeah. I've been confused about what day it is because I switched with somebody. I was like supposed to work today and then didn't. So I keep thinking it's Tuesday instead of Wednesday. But regardless, it's, uh, I don't know, it's been kind of an average day, I guess. Yeah. Nothing spectacular. I got out on my cross country skis, which is great because I haven't done that in a while. And I've been feeling, you know, the guilt about not doing that while it's still wintry. Um, And then so today I was like, man, I really need to do this more often before I have no more chances to do it. But yeah. um, Again, I mean, I I've been enjoying like going to the gym and getting good workouts in under under some weight. So yeah, it's just like at least I'm doing something and yeah. <laughs> uh you know it's some the what I am doing is something I, I enjoy doing and I like doing I'm not just like oh I have to do this instead but yeah um but yeah hopefully I can get my butt out skiing a little bit more before the snow's gone not that I think it's gonna you know disappear overnight or anything um yeah I think it's actually supposed to snow a little bit Friday but I don't know it might be a dusting I like uh but I looked at the forecast this was like the during the weekend or something so the 10-day forecast it was saying next Tuesday so still a week from now is supposed to be like a high of 68 degrees and I was like whoa like no way like that's way too hot for me to just jump from being in the 30s to 68 like oh that's gonna feel freaking hot I feel like yeah because to me 70 degrees is is warm so yeah. 68 I'm like that's almost 70 that's that's fucking shorts weather that's it's hot <laughs> like what the hell um but it has since gone back down and it's in the 50s so it's still still up there from what we've had but I'm okay with it starting to like slowly climb up to warmer yeah. weather but I don't want to jump but like, all the way to cool now we'll now we'll just be 70 degrees every day and this shit's just gonna melt all fast um and just be over over I'm okay with it tapering off for sure though um as I'm especially with the amount of snowpack you guys got this year it has been insanity yeah it's it is definitely gonna be a mess around here too because you know we live in dirt so even since we keep the driveway plowed um we can see patches of dirt we've seen it throughout the winter when we go with a little dry spell the sun just hits us so much but um right now there's just a few just giant puddles and I'm like man the thing that sucks about this is we're going to be dealing with mud for a long time yeah it's just the ground's going to be so wet for so long as this all melts and I'm like Oh, just living in a small space with dogs, like, it's gonna be just a fucking disaster, mud all the time, and just with ourselves, walking, you know, just outside to and fro, the car to what the fuck ever, it's just gonna be mud, and I'm like, we're gonna have to start closing our little bedroom door and not letting, like, no one can go in there um, until, you know, shoes are off, paws are clean, (laughs) because fuck, like, dogs are gonna have to get kicked off the bed because last year I mean we moved up in the summer so it was pretty dry and in the fall we dealt with a little bit of it for sure as things started to get wet and weather started to come but um not not as much as what this freaking spring will be it's gonna be a dirty spring (laughs) with a white dog we're not gonna be hiding anything (laughs) I just google searched mud management and (laughs) It's, uh, what popped up is, like, this, like, waffle-like cellular confinement system that is made to eliminate mud. So, basically, you're just, like, putting down, like, rubber pavers Oh, as a way to, like, mud management. But I was kind of looking and hoping for, like, more, like, natural mud yeah. management. Um, but- well, because we've talked about how we're going to have to redo the road and... Andrew's talked about laying I asked him like what do you think just 
I mean, taking a blade to it or like, what are we going to do? And he said something about maybe putting some gravel down. So there's that where we could put some of that down to um, mitigate some of the mud, but we're just not in a place where I think we want to do anything like that because none of this is permanent really where we're at. So I don't know. I mean, come closer to the summer, maybe June or something, we'll do a little something like that to again mitigate some of the dust because then in the summertime it's just fucking dust everywhere keeping the windows open it's just like oh my god (laughs) but it's all you know part of it even with a house um it's gonna be something that will be a challenge because you know we're not it's not like we're fucking putting grass down so like not, not for a long long time if we do maybe it's gonna be like a patch of grass or something so figuring out how we're gonna mitigate some dust and mud um with our landscaping is gonna be an interesting interesting thing but we'll see see how it goes especially because with the snowfall that we can get you're like what kind of landscaping you need to do where it's not gonna be like ruined or affected by the winter yeah um i don't know for now stick with the astroturf just keep getting little patches of turf because that's what we had was a few patches of turf on the walkway so at least you there was time to uh get rid of some of the mud uh right before the door and you're not stepping right into it right out the door like we had um it under like the barbecue or in front of the barbecue so we could get to a few places without having to be muddy or in boots or whatever but but yeah so season is changing for the most part, like I said, there's still some snow, but that happens. Uh, little dustings can happen, you know, even in June. Like our friend's wedding last year in the fucking middle of June, it snowed. So it happens, but <laughs> everyone around yeah. here is just fucking losing their shit. So over it. And I'm, yeah, so ready for it to taper off, but I'm not fully ready for it to be like summer. Yes, yes. It's always a hard transition, the transition from winter to spring. Also, because it's like your snow life merging with like your spring summer life. And you're like, what do I, how do I, what do I do? What, how do I put my energy? What do I put it towards? So Yeah. And so, like so usually I hate the shoulder seasons because of that. You're like, you get to a point where there's not enough snow to have big days in the mountains. Like you might still be able to get out and enjoy a little bit of it. Um, but then, you know, there's not a, like the trails aren't quite ready to go mountain bike riding on or something. Um, But this year I am leaning into it a bit more, the transition season. But I think that's mostly because business wise, it's giving me a lot more time to try and figure out how I might want to implement doing some paddle boarding again this summer. So I'm definitely not ready for it to just be like, Oh, bam, here's summer. Uh, Because it's going to be, you know, the water's going to be cold for a long time with the snow melt. It's always cold in in Tahoe, really, but uh, I don't think anyone's going to be jumping to get on the water, you know, until like late June, really. And people will paddle, but paddleboard yoga is so different. You have such higher chance of falling in the water. So people Mm -hmm. are a little more apprehensive to do it until it's um, like warm, warm. But but yeah, I being that it's April, it doesn't quite feel like April here. Like I got to start kind of thinking about that and figuring out how I can do it while maintaining my responsibilities at my full-time job. Because last year I just didn't really do anything towards paddleboarding or my fitness business. I took that step back to just try to eliminate burnout a little. And so I don't want to get back into burnout. And, um. So yeah, we'll see. I, I need to write some things out. But speaking of burnout, um, last week I went to the wander the Wandering Wild Women's Summit, um, and that was an all day event. And I went to a workshop that talked about burnout. So that was just really great to to listen to and also to feel not alone in it. And I wouldn't say that I feel alone in burnout. I think a lot of people feel that way, but I guess sometimes I wonder and question, you know, like, am I feeling burnout? And, um, I feel like I shouldn't be, you know, again, again, it comes to 
this guilt or I shouldn't be feeling this way because, you know, this is what I do. Like my life's not that fucking hard. Why would I be feeling legitimate burnout or whatnot? Um, but the, in, the research behind burnout is very interesting in the fact that it is actually a diagnosis now. It's not just a, it's huh. become a buzzword for sure. I feel anyways, you see it everywhere. Um, but it is a legitimate diagnosis for, I'm not sure who would give it to you. You know, I'm not sure that it's under like a yeah, mental like health kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really know the right words to say uh, for that, but um, yeah, so it's, it's legit, I guess. And that's how I always thought as you're seeing it everywhere on the internet and I'm feeling these feelings I'm like, well, is it, you know, really a legitimate way to feel, especially somebody who I feel it, but I don't, again, feel like I have a reason to at times or like nothing to show for it, I guess, you know, yeah. people who have these successful careers and they're like a wall street fucking money man or whatever and are experiencing this and they're working like actually 80 hours a week or whatnot and feeling it and juggling a family like yeah that's understandable but looking at me and my life i feel like why people think how the fuck are you burnt out <laughs> but um i feel like we we all juggle like multi multiple lives you know what I mean mm -hmm. like we're not just like you're not just tearing it up podcasts you're not just your business you're not just working for your company you are doing all this stuff in addition to trying to establish your property like we're all doing a lot especially at this age in our lives mm -hmm. if people have chosen to be in their 30s and like going and getting shit and establishing our foundations for our careers and all this other kind of stuff like our 30s is just like a grind man and that's a good point grind, especially with kids yeah that's a good point you make though of it's it's not just one thing and obviously I know all the things that I do um and that other people don't see all the time or whatnot but burnout is like it doesn't have to be just from your job it is just so many things on your shoulders through life that you're just tired <laughs> you're just fucking tired and you can no longer focus on any one thing um and something has to give but it so it was only an hour workshop at the at the wild women's summit it was amazing but I was just like oh my god I just want like more from this lady her name is Julia Arndt and she has a coaching business actually she does business coaching and um I would have to look pull up her website because I don't again want to like say something that's not true of like personal development but she teaches about burnout and things like that and um actually I hope to have her on the podcast with us uh to maybe talk about a little more in depth of burnout and whatnot um so there was another work there were four workshops total that day. And so, as I mentioned in our previous podcast, but just to kind of revisit that, there was two sessions in the morning, two sessions in the afternoon, and you had to pick which one you went to. So in the morning, I went to Unlocking Your Inner Creative. The other option was Rewiring for Wealth. And I knew that whichever one I chose, I'd have FOMO of the other one. Yes, yes, yes. So I did Unlocking Your Inner Creative. And I tried really hard to resist the urge to like jump out of the room and try and like take a listen to what was happening in the rewiring for wealth class. Mm -hmm. um, and because like I said, the unlocking your inner creative, I felt like was more in line with what I am doing for work and what I could do for my personal businesses. But rewiring for wealth, you know, that is aligned with my fucking life. <laughs> so... Yeah. I was kind of like, dang, I wish I could have gone. I really wish I could have gone to both. That's just all all that it comes down to is I wish I could have gone for to both. I don't think they did a full recording of the sessions to be able to go back and watch. But um I the the woman who was sitting next to me at our main table stayed for the wealth one. And so she gave me some notes, which was very nice. nice. Um but overall it was a really great event, great day. So it was a long day, eight hour day. 
we had a couple keynote speakers, um, these workshops. They had an amazing lunch. It was like a Mediterranean-themed lunch, and it was so freaking good. Mm. But by the time lunch came around, we were all so starving. And the afternoon yeah. keynote um, was after lunch. And um, it was a little... It wasn't quite as engaging as the first keynote so you could tell people were getting a little bit restless at that point in the afternoon um but it ended I ended with the burnout one so I just was kind of like really um uh inspired (laughs) so and and felt like seen and heard and I was like this was great and I got to talk to a couple gals after and so it's just really good but I wanted to, I went to go buy a candle from this company I posted about called um, The Ebb and The Flow. She makes these just oh wonderful smelling candles and I think some other skincare product. Like, well, I know she has lip balm and um, just some great homemade things like that. And then I realized I didn't have, like my wallet wasn't in my pocket. Sure. And I was like, huh, my jacket's literally been on the back of this chair since 8 30 a.m with my wallet in the pocket I have not moved my jacket and you know I did just have it over my arm at the end because it was warm and maybe it fell out because I was kind of rustling it around tossing it around and then like well shoot you know in this group of just 200 women and uh, you know if someone found it they'd look at the ID and say hey Taryn you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um I had a lot of trust there. So I'm like, well, I must have left it in my truck when I got gas and never actually put it in my pocket, back in my pocket, because I do that often. Toss it in the center console, go out to leave and do a search around my truck and it's not there. So I was like, maybe I better go back inside and check with the front desk, see if anyone found it, because maybe it fell out, you know, before the event in the lobby or in the elevator. Nothing. So I'm like, darn it. You know, there's just nothing I can do anymore. I go home. Um this is on a Thursday, Saturday morning, I get on Instagram and there's a message in the request side. And I'm like, Oh, what's that? And it's a guy who says, Hey, I think you dropped your wallet and I found it. And he had tried to call me, um, via Instagram and I message him like, Oh my God, I did. Um, here's my number. Can you please call or text me? And, um, I told him I did have to be back in Truckee by five that night. Uh, if he could meet up before then, it'd be really appreciated. He said, yeah, I'll call you nothing so I'm like well maybe he I told him I'd be back by five and I had like an engagement so he didn't want to call or text or like interrupt like I don't know Sunday morning I text message him on Instagram and say um I hey I'm gonna I'm available all day I'd really appreciate um if you could let me know when and where you could meet I'd really like my wallet back and yeah and he said I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had to leave Reno due to my job, the military, but I gave it to a friend and he must not have called you. I will get a hold of him right now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, he didn't call. I was like, yeah, I'd really appreciate that. Nothing for hours. Send another message. Cause now I'm just like, it's really weird that you went out of your way to find me on the internet and message me and now just radio silence and apparently you like gave it to your friend you know like you could pass me his number um and he hasn't said anything since so that was like Sunday I think that I said that or it might have been Monday morning uh no it was Sunday and so Monday I'm like well I'm gonna cancel I had put a hold on my cards on over the weekend but Monday I'm like all right well I'm just gonna go get a new license because I need this shit <laughs> it's, yeah. but and I've been listening to obviously way too many crime podcasts that I'm like just really uncomfortable with the fact that he has information and I've had no suspicious activity on cards um and if you've actually have it in your possession, you've got to, I guess, imagine that someone would probably cancel their cards or put them on a hold if they've lost their wallet. So I don't know. So many things. So many just weird things. Maybe he thinks, okay, she found her wallet or she she knows that someone found it, but I'm not getting it back to her so she can just cancel everything. She doesn't have to worry about me, you know, stealing her money. Um, or he is has going to steal my identity or come stalk me um or gave it to the friend and the friend doesn't give a shit i mean i just don't fucking know where did he find it 
Well, since he said he left Reno, I imagine that it did fall out of my pocket from the parking garage to the hotel that the event was at. Um, Because the only place I was was the gas station in the morning is the only place I um, used my wallet. So I first called them and, you know, they hadn't seen it. I'm like, maybe it fell out at the pump. Um, I'm just... (sighs) It's just so fucking weird to me. Yeah. That, again, went through this trouble, tried to like audio call me like, damn, what would have happened if I would have just got that fucking message, which why the Instagram like request thing where you don't actually get notified to me is so fucking weird. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't have weird. my notifications on like because we're not friends or followers or whatever. I don't even know that if I had all my notifications on if when he tried to call that that would have come through. But um. But yeah, it's like, and if you're a guy in the military, like just so many fucking things. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just say in the first place, hey, I found your wallet. I tried to contact you. I am leaving Reno. I'll mail mail it it to you. Because that's what I said, too. I was like, you obviously have my address. You can drop it in the mail. I'll Venmo whoever, you know, like some money for the cost. I just... I just don't understand. So part of me, I'm like, well, maybe it will show up in my mailbox. By the time it does, I'll have ordered all new cards and I already went to the DMV, but at least I feel a little bit more comfortable that it's not just like out there or like, what are they going to do with it? You're not just going to throw someone's wallet away so that someone else then finds my information in the trash. You're not going to cut up the cards correctly. It's just all the weirdest fucking thing to me. And it, the way that it's been gone about is what makes me feel like uncomfortable that he fucking yeah. reached out and now isn't saying anything um, and reached out via Instagram. Like there's so many other routes. I feel yeah. like, I like, mean, maybe- I think a lot of people do that these days because it's just easy. Like you can see a picture, you see the name, you're matching. You're like, I know it's this person. Uh-huh. Um, and because to find someone's actual phone number or anything like that, uh, I appreciate it that at first because I'm thinking great and now I have the chance to meet this guy you know tomorrow or the next day to pick it up instead of him just sending it in the mail without me knowing and then it shows up in the mail and I'm like on Monday I'm like oh I didn't even have to go do any of this but now I don't know just the weirdest fucking thing to me yeah Yeah. that is some suspicious activity yeah and just annoying I was like literally kind of in a a weird state on Friday um I was pretty tired even though this event was very uplifting I don't know if it was just almost too stimulating where like Friday I was just like man I just want to relax and and take it all in plus Friday's my earlier days um but I've just been feeling really brain foggy I think I even talked about it in our last episode so I was just like how the fuck does this happen to me why do I just lose shit all the time just without fucking noticing and it just drives me bonkers that this even happened and obviously it can happen to anybody it was like you know a silly thing but honestly I put shit down all the time because Andrew's mom's like did you put it on like the back of your truck while you're pumping gas I was like I don't know I thought about that and I was like why the fuck would I have done that why would I have done that it was 7 30 in the morning cold as fuck why would I have not put it back in my pocket because I was sitting there cold while I was like oh it looks like it's a nice place to be on my truck but I'm like but I very well could have it could have flown off on the interstate and got destroyed and I'd rather that have happened but um you know I would have never known if that happened but yeah I just started getting real kind of down on myself feeling just really stupid and just other things were happening like I tried to do my taxes and it kept telling me that they were rejected and I was getting this code that was saying, um, like your uh, social security number has already been used for this. But I also, when I did some Googling it, there was a few other reasons for this same code. Um, so I was just like, what the fuck? What in the actual fuck? And then I finally realized days later when I, I'm, you know, I don't fuck with my taxes over the weekend. And then I go back and look and my social security card or number I put in wrong by one number. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, like what? Like here I was just stressing out because I did them. I was getting a refund and I'm like, wow, this is, this is great because I think it'll be good timing. I'll really need, I really need this to (laughs) kind of get by and I'll, you know, I want to pay my bike off with it and, and be done with that. And then I'll have still, um, 
a little bit extra so I can finally now maybe start getting back ahead since my bike's going to be paid off and I'll be have a few extra bucks in the bank before my paycheck or on top of my paycheck. And then here I am thinking my identity's either been stolen or I owe taxes and now I'm going to get a bill for, you know, thousands of dollars instead of get anything at all back. And uh, just just little things. I'm like, how did I miss that? How did like I I know my social security number. Where, my heart. Why the fuck did I put that number in that first number? And how did I not even ever go back and look to yes. see if I put it in wrong in the first place? <laughs> Just, so that's the thing with the burnout that I was like, yeah, man, I can't think clearly most days. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah so great event bummed I lost my wallet and some weirdo is not giving it back yeah that's weird mm-hmm. that's really weird and I don't like it let's find this guy and right makes me feel icky and then at him. his Instagram has three posts but he has like over a thousand followers so I'm like well maybe you know he's one of those people that something happened in his life and he just deleted everything and started over yeah but they're really far apart his posts um so three posts like over a thousand followers but it's just one name or t's with some numbers and no like bio or anything so i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to find his name because even you know you can sign up for instagram and and make a fake first name and last name so i have no idea if people could track him couple people have told me like you should just call the cops in arena anyway and let them know that your wallet's been stolen um it just yeah. just so it's kind of on record or whatever uh, because at this point I feel like it is stolen because someone found it and they're not giving it back yes they're holding it hostage yeah. so I think I mean, it's I, safe to do yeah I'm like I don't know if I'll do it because I just feel like, like oh well Extra there's steps. nothing we can do yeah oh but, here's your here's your crime report yeah report number. great what is this what is this stack of numbers gonna do me yep Maybe yeah remind me how freaking pissed I am at myself for doing the thing yeah oh yes we've all been there yep yeah um at least it wasn't a $1,500 bike or a $15,000 bike or yeah yeah that's also happened yes yeah you have gotten we both I feel like have gotten a lot of things stolen yeah my items like my bike and snowboard and a camera and a cell phone like those things were all snowboards that year god yeah oh I got my snowboard stolen twice because then I got that snowboard stolen again from like when I bought it it got stolen from my house yeah um my parents house like out the fucking bathroom window and I had a party um but but so you know all those things at the time were a lot of money to me but in the grand scheme not very much but I'm just like dude what the fuck yeah I thought that this was the time I'm like wow finally (laughs) some of this karma's come back to me and someone is returning something that I lost instead of just stealing it fucking from me nope but it's such a loophole ass yeah shit yeah I'm like I don't even know if you are in the military man and uh, because if you are I would just feel like you have enough resources to figure out how the fuck to get this back to me you're not a fucking idiot I mean maybe you you are but anyways anyways I digress the summit was awesome um and we'll see what happens next year if they have it again I'm sure they will but I mean like what it will what it will entail um Overall, I got a lot from it, but long or um, all day events like that can be a little bit hard for me. I get a little stir crazy. um, And then I want to make sure, you know, that by the end of the day, I'm still taking in the stuff and not just shutting off. Um, So, so yeah, it'll, uh, I'm excited for next year to see what what they have and you know I would like to attend for sure but like I said it just depends on where I'm at in in life and all of that but um next year that's crazy to think about I know I'm really not thinking about like next year but (laughs) I'm excited to see the things they do because I mean 200 200 people I'm like wow that's you know good job that you guys put this thing together and I think it's gonna remain successful for a while because a lot of 
a lot of ladies there were, uh, you could just tell that they were getting a lot from it. Everyone did. So it was really, really cool to see that happen and to know where they can, they came from, um, and that they almost stopped even doing the, uh, wild women events at all. And then bam, here's this whole thing. Yeah. And it looked all like really well thought out, like every little detail, it looked very cute and beautiful. Yeah. The venue was at Whitney Peak Hotel in Reno, which, um, fun fact I learned is the only hotel in Reno that's not a casino. Oh. Yeah. There's got to be something more to that. I'm like, there's totally hotels that are just like for the airport and stuff. So there's got to be something else to that fact that I'm missing. Is it really close to the border of like California, Nevada? No. Well, I mean, Reno is in general, so. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, now I have to now I feel like I need to look that up because like I said, I'm like, there's definitely like motel sixes that aren't yeah. casinos. So maybe it's of its size that's not a casino. Um star like ranking. it has the banquet halls and, and stuff like that. So having all of those things and not being a casino, not too sure. Um yeah. so don't hold me to it. But it was great. It was great that it yeah. wasn't a casino too, because that means when you're going in through the lobby or anything, you're not worrying about like, oh, great smokers everywhere or whatever. Uh, beautiful venue. And I was just like, holy cow, the the decorations that they had. Even Well, I guess they, I don't even know if they had too many decorations. They had a cool sign um, that said, be wild. But other than that, I think it was like the venue itself that was decorated so beautifully. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so that's a lot of work to fucking put together for sure. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure the ladies who put it together after like become the weekend, they were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and power off for <laughs> a couple of days. But um, but yeah, it was good to have some time to let it all soak in. And now, now here I am just another Wednesday. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is different though. I saw you checked your uh, water. Yeah. I had to get water today um we've needed to for a while we've just been using limited amount of water and we took our dishes down to Andrew's parents house yesterday or the other day to do them uh because we didn't feel like getting water but yeah so I was like okay today is actually empty I need to go out on the hall and and get some it lasts usually like a week maybe a little you know give or take some days depending on if we're taking dishes down or not eating here but yeah. uh so then I just did some of the dishes that we do have here but um the water can stay a little bit warm if the tank heater is on or just just being in the tank here where like the fifth wheel's getting hit by sun so cuz I didn't turn the hot water heater on um so I had a little bit of warm water and then I just boiled a pot of water to have some some hot water to actually like scrub with and stuff and then it started getting cold and I was like okay well that's a sign that I'm done doing dishes because I mean obviously the water that I just put in from the tank to the fifth wheel was fucking like frozen I mean there's a solid probably close to six inches of ice on top um so we've just <laughs> got for we were doing real well in the summer we'd bring dishes down because we only we didn't have our big water tank so we'd bring dishes down and do them down there often um but now since we were able to just get water from up here and not have to get water from town, we've been doing them up here until we got lazy the last month. Like, oh my God, we're so tired of like trudging through the snow and breaking like layers of ice and having to think about when we're going to do it because at night it's just going to um, freeze the hoses. It, it happened was they froze so fast. Um, and so a couple days ago or the last couple days really were still like fucking cold. I mean, 30 some degrees, I think 34 was maybe the high. So in the shade, you know, it's fucking cold and with the yeah. wind. So it just hasn't been a great couple days to even get water. And uh, so on in one hand, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of excited for summer where, we it's not as much of a fight to get water to like empty tanks because we don't have to shovel every time we have to do one of those chores or worry yes. about what time of day it is what's gonna freeze what's not gonna freeze um are the hoses gonna break whatever it is yeah just everything man and yeah. it's just it just goes to show like how embedded the infrastructures of which we live upon are 
ingrained in our society, but also like so great. Yeah. So nice to have convenience. Um, We had a conversation with Andrew's buddy who lives up here too in a, like a tiny home. Um, And so he's had to do the things, the tanks and this, that, and the other. He's a little more set up now, but um, we, we talked about how, yeah, it makes you think and how you really don't need much. And I was just kind of reflecting on, I've always felt that I don't, I don't, I know I don't need much, but if it's there, you know, yeah. I, I have it, I but. want it. And so when things, unfortunately, when things are not like rationed, um, you use more without thinking about it, you know, take longer showers, you let the water run while you're fucking doing something else. I don't know, just things like that. You turn, you keep the heat on when it doesn't need to be. You're using resources more when you don't have to think about it. It's just the way it fucking is. We're not conscious enough. Um, But how do you keep people conscious of these things when it's not in their forefront that it's a limited resource? Because we know that like all of our resources are limited, but they don't feel that way. Especially when you can just turn on a tap and there's water. Yeah. You can slip on a light switch and there's your electricity. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's been nice to have the reminder because you know, whenever we wash our hands, you turn on the water, get your hands wet, turn it off, put the soap on, scrub, 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 turn the water back on to rinse. Um, we should just be doing that everywhere. We should be doing it in town. You know, um, there's no reason for the water to run while you're following the CDC guidelines of <laughs> rubbing your soapy hands for 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do some of those things when I'm when I'm in town as well. And uh, you know, tiny little baby steps. Yeah. But a little and thing. It all takes practice to yeah. get it conditioned in your head. Well, especially if you're somewhere where it takes a while for the water to warm up and it it's like cold. So like you feel like you have to let the water run to let it get warm. Um, and sometimes it takes a while for that to happen. Like our bathroom in town, it would take a while for the water to get warm in the kitchen. It was hot, like instantly. Um, and that always annoyed the shit out of me. I'm trying to wash my hands. and like, okay, I really want some warm water here, but yeah. it feels like it has to run like forever to get there. But, um, yeah, being more aware of your resources, mm-hmm. it's just ugh, an overwhelming thing that sometimes I, be like oh I don't even want to try and fix this because I can't as an individual but we have to take small steps I mean this is just like we've talked about over the summer with rights our rights and voting and things like that is Mm -hmm. sometimes these feel these tasks feel very overwhelming and like your little contribution isn't gonna do a thing but you just have to think that it is. Yeah. It is. It, yeah, it is. does. <laughs> what you do and care about carries on to other people, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. Like when you were talking about the whole washing your hands thing, like turning your water off to soap up your hands. I taught Quincy how to do that. And he does, that's what he does now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so yeah, it just, it and like, if you live your life the best way that you know how to in all your facets, managing balance, all the things, managing like how to be more care- careful about our resources. It 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 projects and people pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. I mean, getting to those things that you you don't think about, um, especially if you're not hearing the feedback, and that's something that gets hard for me um, personally. And for my business, um, and it's been something that I've thought about for a while, just personally of, you know, I do need more validation than I think I'd like to admit Mm -hmm. to know that I am on like doing the right, on the right, not doing the right thing, but I don't know that people appreciate the things that I'm doing. Like, should I be doing this or not? Because if I'm not getting the feedback then of you know like like good feedback or whatever then I feel like I don't why is it worth my time to do it whether it's work or efforts in your relationship um if I'm not being let known that I'm doing a good job I start to just shut down and I don't know where that comes from I don't know if maybe it comes from because I played 
sports as a kid and like through my whole life. And usually in sports, you're getting that feedback and right away, whether it's good or bad. Did you do a good job and win the game or did you play awful? You're getting that right away and you know what to do from that, how to be better next time or just to continue on the, you know, the training path you're on or whatever. And outside of athletics, how do you get that? And yeah. or um, schooling. I feel like you get that at through schooling a lot too. Yeah, because things are graded, right? Or your teachers yeah. just like whatever kind of special rewards you get for um showing up or whatever whatever it is. But it's an interesting topic to me. Yeah. Um and because... I think a good reason to get I, like a lot of it is communication, right? Yeah. Like and yeah. and also like knowing your needs, like you knowing that you need that and trying to figure it navigate I, I, a acknowledging that you need that and Mm -hmm. then trying to navigate how to get that for yourself yeah and that's a good point right there we don't have a main topic today as we usually don't um but we do have some stuff that like we will want to try to talk about into one episode instead of everything all the time but this maybe we'll be able to dive further into into this topic of the need for validation or whatnot and you don't have to feel bad or guilty about needing that but like you said just knowing what you need can help everything in your life because if you're able to communicate it to others knowing what you need solely is going to obviously help you in life but at a certain point what good is it going to do if you're not telling the people around you what you need yeah well because they don't know what to give it to you and if you're uh just a very solo individual independent person you don't have anyone to answer to in work you don't have a partner in in life um or whatever that's awesome. That's your path. That's great that you don't need to tell people these things. I think for a majority of us, there's someone there in our life that we need to have the this communication with. Mm-hmm. So just figuring shit out for what you need. Again, like your oxygen mask before others. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, just being at this time in our life right now, and this can happen, you know, in your fucking twenties and your forties, fifties, whatever. But I feel like from mid twenties to mid thirties for a lot of us, um, we're in it. We're figuring things out, especially these days as a lot more people are getting married um, and starting families later in life. That brings us into being in the mid thirties of being in these different places in life than we were decades ago but um a lot of my friends I feel like are in in a place where they're trying to figure out what their next step is whether that's in their relationship their career their living situations um just just financial situations I mean I think we're constantly in that like there's one thing's good maybe one thing's not Maybe they're all good, but for how long? There's peaks and valleys of everything. But for any of these changes to be made, you have to know what it is you need first. So if you want a career change, what are you looking for in a career? What would fulfill you? What do you want to do? Same thing with a relationship. What what do you need from someone else that you're not getting now or a living situation same thing like what is what is it and those aren't always easy to answer but said I just have multiple friends right now going through some shit and it's just literally floating through molasses as they're trying to figure out like I don't know what what is it I want I really don't know and I do that all the time. I mean, I don't know. I have a vision for my life to an extent. It's not every single detail is not like laid out, but it's pretty vague of I want to live where we're at right now and this enjoy yeah. this space we have, but have a house. I want to have a career that I feel passionate about, but can also pay the fucking bills. Mm-hmm. So it's not like very, very specific. And people say, 
when it comes to manifestation and things like that, that you need to get very specific. Like you need to write down, like you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars, um, you know, August, 2023 or whatnot. And I understand the importance of like really specifying some goals, but Mm -hmm. also like, how do you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a good way to break down your, desires is to kind of categorize it between like wants and needs Mm -hmm. like separate it from things that you want to things that you absolutely that are like deal breakers you know what I mean with yourself and being like okay I'm gonna put this on this list I'm gonna put this on this list and then next being how do how does that look like within my life like how that look like to get from a to b that's a just very it just takes a lot of like exercise cognitive thinking and I feel like it's hard within our daily lives because there's just so many distractions and FOMO is so hard like so freaking real with within our society today and so it's like oh I want to do this but so-and-so is doing this Mm -hmm. and I wish I could do this like and I feel like um when you start to do something like that, maybe if you were writing down your wants and needs, all this other, again, that guilt word can creep in and you could be looking at it and say, do I really need that? Or is it a want? Especially if you are in a partnership or have children or anything and you're looking at this need and you're like, no, for me, this is a need. And you're like, but this need might affect these other people. So is it a need or is it a want? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And being sure. able to keep that clear line, I think, can be very hard for us. Like, I have a friend right now who is going through some stuff of knowing that she needs a change and is going to, that might entail taking a big step back from her relationship and her partner not understanding that. Um, but you know, she did have the conversation with him as she explained to like her friends why she feels this, like where it comes from, where these things feelings stem from. And I was like, well, did you tell him that stuff? And she was like, no. And I'm like, well, I think you need to. Yes, 100%. I don't know if that's going to change things, it but would. at least there might be a little more understanding there. The outcome may not be different from where, what you, what has been said it's going to be. But like I said, at least then maybe they'll understand where you're coming from, whether he ever agrees with it or sees eye to eye. Like, I think it's important that, that you go that deep. Like if you just sat here, no problem telling us, you gotta, gotta tell him. Um, And, and she did. And it, it did make, you know, the wheels turn um, and things, you know, didn't, go the way that they were looked like they looked like they were going to go at first. Um, they're going in a good way. They're going in a good way. But uh, it, just by opening up that communication. Yeah. And because- also like, I feel like within society and this fucking patriarchy is like, there's a lot of responsibilities put on women's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Just like, unannounced you know what I mean so many expectations that we put upon ourselves and that society puts on us that we just like don't even think otherwise of being like oh maybe my partner could do that or Mm -hmm. like it's just very bizarre how we feel like we have to take it on all this stuff Mm -hmm. don't feel like we can communicate with our partners about it yeah and I also feel sometimes though of why do I mean, I kind of, I know why, um, but why do we feel so hurt when it's not reciprocated? Because we can understand that because I had this conversation with a friend today, um, about, uh, us getting mad. Like I get mad sometimes when I go out on a full day adventure or something. And Andrew then sees that time as now, since I've gone doing something, he will stay out and do something. And I come home and, you know, things aren't, done and I'm like man this sucks because I was really hoping because I was gone all day long you'd take the initiative to like have a dinner ready instead of 
you're just going to now be unbothered with your friends. Um, And, and my friend, you know, said she deals with the same thing. And we determined like, it's because we, you know, if we knew our partners had very long days, we'd be like wanting to clean the house and have dinner for them ready. And, um, you know, our, our partners can be empathetic when we have those long days, but they're not like going above and beyond and like overthinking and planning. I bet there's some men out there who fucking do it. But I think a lot of us deal with the fact that they don't. Um, and our minds just work differently because where I was going with that was, you know, women are more caregivers. So we want you to come home and, oh no, you've had a rough day. How can I help? And dudes' minds aren't really wired that way. And I want to not have that expectation. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to get that expectation. Yes. Yeah. I want, I want that shit to happen once in a while, but I am so tired of getting mad at some of these things that I can't change. And it also doesn't fucking mean that he doesn't love me. True. Like people show their love different ways. And totally. just because he didn't do that, you know, if I said specifically, like it would be really nice if you had dinner yes. ready for me, the, and then he didn't, yes. but said he would. Yeah, then I'd be fucking mad. But I, and I'm not trying to, I don't know, stick up for or make excuses for somebody not doing things. But at the same time, I think that my expectations don't need to, he's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do I expect him to behave and act and do the things that I would do? Especially if you don't communicate those wants and or needs. Exactly. It keeps coming back to that communication. And we have, I personally feel that we've gotten better, um, like my relationship with saying those things and being upfront of like, I am upset because when you're not doing that, this is how I'm feeling. This is how it's making me feel. It's making me feel like you do not give a shit about me. Mm-hmm. And and then it's like, it's like, no, that's not the fucking case at all. I just, you're out having fun with your friends. I didn't want to bother you and yeah. ask you what you wanted for dinner. I'm like, well, you don't have to ask. Just fucking make something. I'll eat it. I'll eat anything. Yeah. You know that. Um, But this like circular conversation over and over, but I'm just at a point where I want to find more balance in those aspects where, yeah, I'm still going to get mad and annoyed at, with if I have to ask for everything. I don't want to have to ask for everything but I don't want to lose my shit every time it doesn't happen either (laughs) so like oh what do you how much of it is you how much of it is them yeah like yeah and it's hard it's hard you can't it's like a hard that's something you it's like it's in unmeasurable you know yeah I mean maybe it is maybe there is like some scientific way where you could measure that but it's really hard to pinpoint it especially like if we can't even like distinguish our wants from our needs or like what we want or how to communicate that with our partner like that's that's what gets us all in these ruts you know it's yep and so that um the wants versus needs when it comes to something like I want dinner ready for me after a long day yeah versus I need that from somebody it could definitely be a need because I think with if you were to look at the love languages and something like acts of service, if that is, if acts of service is what you need to, for your love energy exchange, then you do need something like dinner being made for you once in a while. That is a need. It's not just a, um, bratty, like I want this, you know? So but again, it's it's hard to decipher what do I need versus what I want because I don't need that every fucking night, but I do need it once in a while. I need yeah. to feel like I'm being taken care of as much as I feel that I take care of somebody else. Um, Look at you voicing all that. That's so important, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That's huge. Yes. It, it takes practice. It really takes practice to be able to sit with yourself and be like, what do I want versus what do I need? And like, maybe there is a gray area in between, but. Yeah. And like, and, but being able to have that conversation with the person too, and having them reciprocate what they need and want instead of them just being like, you know, whatever, Um, whatever you want, like roll out the red carpet. Yeah. Which I do get that. (laughs) Oh yeah. What do you want? What do you need? Like, um, 
but I'm also like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. But I need to know too, like what makes you tick in the best and worst ways so that, cause I want to be better for my partner too. I want him to be better for me. I want to be better for him. Um, so I don't want it to be one-sided and, and I feel like it is sometimes where I'm doing the digging, not that he's not, not one-sided and that he does nothing for me, but that I am expecting and I'm complaining a lot (laughs) and he really doesn't complain a lot. Um, and he doesn't expect much. So I'm trying to, yeah, again, finding the balance of, yeah, taking a little bit from his um book yeah okay. but also you can't you I mean like it's it's really yes yes definitely do that but also you are who you are yeah and I don't want to without giving up um too much of myself or the things that I know I need I don't want to do that at all but I know there's some things that I can change and mostly that's my reaction to things um and that would better come across and like make us make us better um and there's this is definitely a topic I want to have a conversation about another like a full episode um but I just want to kind of introduce it as I've been saying balance a little bit here the but a work-life balance um which we all have feelings on and I don't think it's ever I fall in the category of not feeling like there is a like perfectly even balance. Yeah. And I've had some, some words I've heard in, about this topic that fall into that, but um, work-life balance is a different topic. I do think there could be a pretty more even balance when it comes to your relationship give and take. Yeah. I think that has to be a balance. That's gotta be, you know, the fucking scales on par with each other of course they're gonna they're gonna move a little one's gonna be a little higher here and there but for the most part it should be fucking balanced on your give and your take between both or all people in the relationship the partnership whatever um but I definitely want to talk about work-life balance and hear your thoughts on it and whatnot um and maybe we can do that next I don't know in the next couple episodes or whatever and I'd be interested too you know, people don't always listen to these in a timely manner, but if you do, I'd be really interested to hear from other people in what the work-life balance for them looks like. Like, yeah. does it even, or does it um, not? And then as we have this conversation, uh, maybe that will change people's perception on on it. Um I'm I'm just excited to to talk about that. I think that's a very interesting thing. But like I said, if anybody out there, I'd love if you sent us your responses on what a work the perfect work life balance looks for you. Is it a straight even balance, fifty fifty? Is it sixty forty? What the fuck is it? Um, and it doesn't even have to be in numbers per se like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see what people what people's thoughts are on on that for their life. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'll put that out like on the gram too. A uh, little question bubble or something. See if yeah, we can get yeah. responses. Dying. Yeah. Dying. I think that's a hot topic. Yeah. Especially for those of us who have multiple jobs or looking for career change and maybe it's to seek that better balance or harmony, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a few other topics I'd love to talk about soon. And we also would all are always interested to hear if there's anything you people in the ether would like to have us talk about or dive into. Um, one of them on my list is like stepping out of your comfort zone, which I think you and I are good about that. Yeah. Um, but I still that doesn't mean that there's times that we're not good at it and need to you get comfortable in life and you're like wait because sometimes I'm like what is my comfort zone really actually like maybe I am in a comfort zone right now maybe what would stepping out of that look like right now I don't know um I really need to look into that and see I want to know what would make me be uncomfortable right now um and how I could get out of my comfort zone if my comfort zone is holding me back right now I don't know yeah that's a great that's another great one yeah so all of those things if anyone has anything to say 
to them um, or other, again, like topics that they would just like to hear other people discuss so that they're hearing different perspectives and um, and not feeling alone in whatever it is that yeah. they're fucking thinking about. Too often, man. Yeah. Yep. Well, before we get out of here, anything you want to leave us with? Just uh, try to listen to your wants versus your needs and have those communications with your partner. Yeah, I think um, that's a really good place if if you're in a spot of confusion on taking a next step in something in your life. Is That's a basically a pro and con list in a way, but yeah. it's wants versus needs. And you could do a pro and con, you know, and mm-hmm. see what that is. Your cons could be... Uh, this isn't any of my needs. <laughs> yes. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, well, we will wrap that um rant up and see what our next topic is. I don't know if the next episode exactly will be work life balance or or what, but next episode we will have some sort of straight topic, whether it's with a guest with or Instagram ourselves. vote on it. Yes. Let yep. the people decide what Let should we the, talk about next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll do a little poll and I'll also put the little question bubble so that we're at least getting responses yeah. from this question and then also seeing what it is the people want to hear. Maybe. All right. Um. So good afternoon, good night, good morning. Again, whatever time you're listening. I love it. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.